This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. It is the week of August 14th, 2023, and I am officially a dad. Maybe you saw my post on Instagram, but if you didn't, the little guy was born on August 11th, 9.30 p.m. Uh, Mom's doing good, baby's doing good. We're all just kind of, you know, trying to adjust to this new, pretty much new life. You know, this is crazy. This is our first child, and we've had a pretty busy year, and it's, now it's just a little busier, a little crazier. You know, for the time being, we're going to be, you know, just kind of taking things day by day, doing what we got to do. I'm currently taking the dogs for a walk. You know, got to gotta keep giving them their exercise and their attention. I don't want them to feel too neglected. They're our babies, too. We love our dogs. They're part of the family. That's why the audio is a little different. I've, I figured, hey, I'm about to take the dogs, you know, maybe I'll record a little bit of the podcast. I've mentioned it and talked about it a lot the last few episodes that the, uh, the podcast in the next couple of weeks might be a little different. Episodes might be shorter. Audio may not be great. Uh, I don't know if I'll have as much time to just kind of sneak away into my office you know, and record the pod. And also it's like, I kind of feel bad doing that. You know, it's like, this is a passion project. This isn't my job as much as I would like to be like, Hey babe, uh, go ahead and take care of the dogs, take care of her son. You know, I got to go record a podcast for a few hours. I just, I feel terrible doing that. You know, it's like I said, it's not my job. It's a hobby. And I I just don't feel comfortable prioritizing that. So I'm going to do what I can going to at least try to get some episodes out there. Like I said, they might be a little shorter, but I hope you guys do understand. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Disney World Today. Instagram and TikTok are the big two. Uh, finally made it to 10,000 followers on TikTok. Not really sure uh, what what my next goal is, but Instagram's a big one. That's where I'm the most active. My DMs there are always open got a bunch of suggestions for uh, episode ideas from you guys so like once I kind of get settled in uh, we're gonna be doing some of those I got like two or three coming up uh, that are all based on suggestions from you guys that you sent me on Instagram so follow me there if you can hit that subscribe button leave me a rating and a review and if you'd like to if you'd like to support me support the podcast the link to do so is in my Spotify homepage or in my Instagram bio Last week's episode, what did we talk about last week? I feel the days have just completely melted together for me. I have no idea what day it is, what time it is. I'm getting like two hours of sleep. But I'm pretty sure last week we talked about where your love of Disney came from. And a lot of us had the same kind of answer to that question, our families. Most of us, especially if you grew up out of state, you know, we grew up going to Disney on our family vacations, whether it was yearly every few years every one you know just whenever you could for me i was lucky enough like that was our family vacation every year that was our tradition every summer my family we'd go to disney you know it kind of stems from my mom she was more of a, a disney fan she grew up going with her family you know old-fashioned uh, station wagon you know everyone piling the station wagon 
road trip down to Florida back in the 70s going to do Disney. Uh, but it was also fun to kind of talk about how our love of Disney kind of has evolved throughout the years. Like, obviously, mine comes from going on Disney vacations with my family. You know, and then as I got older, it turned into, you know, I was able to bring some friends to Disney, YouTube videos, social media, the Diz boards. Um, as I got even older, you know, bringing my girlfriend, who's now my wife, to Disney. And now that we have a son, like, that kind of rejuvenates it again. Like, now I can't wait to take him on Disney vacation. So, also in the episode, we hear from you guys. You guys played a big role in this episode. I want to thank you again. Uh, I asked you guys on Instagram, like, where your love of Disney came from. And we go through all of your answers on the pod as well. This week kind of ties into last week. This week is all about Disney adults. As I mentioned last week, I'm on a podcast called All My Friends Are Dads. My buddy Brian, it's his his podcast and he introduced me on there and it just it just sparked my mind like hey this would be a good episode he called it uh disney world today a podcast for disney adults by a disney adult and that's true like i i am a disney adult i'm sure you guys probably are too i just want to kind of talk about the phrase disney adult the connotation that goes along with it like why nowadays it's looked down upon to be a Disney adult. So we're just going to kind of get into all of that. As I'm out of breath here, walking the dogs, let's get this intro over with. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. What is a Disney adult? I feel like the definition of that has changed over the years, as well as kind of the negative connotation that goes along with it. And before I started recording, I was thinking about that term, Disney adult. When did that even start? Like, that's definitely a new school thing. Like you guys, I grew up loving Disney, everything about Disney, Disney World, Disney Channel, Disney movies, everything. I didn't hear the term Disney adult until a few years ago, maybe five or ten years ago. It's definitely blown up from the age of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, the big ones. Like the term Disney adult over the last few years has definitely taken off. Whereas, you know, 15, 20 years ago, I don't think anyone had ever, ever used that term before. Now adults have always loved Disney you know I don't think that's anything new I I think there's a few reasons why uh, the term Disney adult has the definition that it does now I think maybe part of the reason is that you know with social media and stuff it's easier um, to kind of just spread the word and and just kind of start trends and stuff like that you know maybe it has to do with the fact that uh, people are getting married later in life they're having kids later in life if you know, if they're even having kids, you know, that's that's a big thing now. You know, I have a lot of friends and uh, even some family members who, you know, they're in relationships and they don't, you know, they don't want kids. Whereas, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, you got married, you had kids, like that was just what you did. So maybe that plays a role with it. You know, maybe there's more adults going to Disney nowadays without kids, whether they're single or in relationships. Uh, whereas in the past, it was always kind of looked at Okay, if you're going to Disney, you're going as a family. 
you're going with your husband and wife, you're going with your kids, like it's a family ordeal to go to Disney. And you know, I grew up in the 90s going to Disney. I was probably too young to notice, like was there a lot of just single people and quote unquote Disney adults going to Disney back then too? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just a new school thing with the phrase. I think it's, you know, combined with the fact that um, you know, people are getting married and having kids at later ages. You know, I, I told the story last week. My dad, the first time he ever went to Disney, when he graduated college, him and his buddy went on a road trip down to Florida and they went to Disney. They went to the Magic Kingdom. Now, those two 18, 19 year old guys uh, back in like, this had to be like 1978, 79, you know, drove down to Florida, went to Disney. I think they went to River Country. You know, that was, you know, it wasn't looked down upon. You know, and, and I think Disney itself has maybe evolved a little bit to where they provide a lot of activities and entertainment and stuff where you don't necessarily be need to be, you know, a parent or a family to enjoy it. So it got pretty windy there, but what I was saying, I, f I feel like Disney has evolved to where it kind of caters to adults single adults, adults without kids, and not necessarily families anymore. They've kind of evolved in that sense. And just thinking about it, like, my wife and I, we've been to Disney World together four times. Um, we met in 2016. We went, for, uh, you know, four trips. You know, we never, we didn't have kids. We were boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, and we were engaged for one trip. And like, we had a great time and we were in our late 20s, early 30s. And it, I just think that people still, I, I think there's a generation of people who still just kind of automatically assume Disney World is for kids. Like you mentioned to them Disney World and they think, oh, it's a small world, kitty rides, cartoons, like that's what Disney is to them. And like, I'm thinking about it, like, you know, my wife and I, you know, our, our late twenties, early thirties at Disney, like we had a blast and we were, yeah, we would go on some of the rides, you know, there's thrill rides, there's coasters, Space Mountain, Tower of Terror, like it's not just kiddie rides anymore. You know, this isn't 1971. Like they they have thrill rides for kid, uh, older kids and adults, but also less, you know, trying different foods, the food and wine fest, like trying foods from each country and trying different desserts and eating at like really high ranked restaurants on property and, you know, trying different drinks. You could drink around the world. Like there's plenty of stuff to do for adults that like, you know, as a kid, I thought it was boring going to Epcot and going around World Showcase. But now as an adult, like I enjoy going into the shops. I enjoy trying different foods from different countries and different drinks from different countries. Like Disney has kind of evolved in a way that it does appeal to different age groups. And there's just a generation of people who are still stuck in that mindset of, oh, Disney World, that's just for kids. I think a big thing too, a lot of people wouldn't... Um, understand is that Disney World is also how do I say it it's kind of like a mindset like especially for me like Disney World going to Disney on vacation is a mindset I call it the happiness bubble and that's what it is and it, it's an escape like I'm not just going to some amusement park and going on rides and going home I, I'm stepping foot into this place where I can still kind of suspend reality and, and step into this happiness bubble and forget about work and bills and, and stuff at home and just enjoy myself and turn my brain off and go on roller coasters and go on rides and, and sing along in certain rides and try different foods and eat 
you know, different meals that I wouldn't eat at home. Like that whole mindset is what makes Disney appealing and what I think what makes us Disney adults. Like I feel like that plays a big role. You know, it, it, going to Disney is like a hobby. It's not just a place. There's just so many, like we have like a unique community. I think that plays a role in it. Like people, uh, I say people, but like, <laughs> I think people, you can notice it like with like Taylor Swift fans, like people just lump uh, a bunch of people into one group and like just label them something like, oh, they're weird. They're Swifties. Oh, they're weird. They're Disney adults. Like, what? like why can't we just have different hobbies and just, you know, do your own thing? I remember growing up, like being a kid, probably, you know, my before I was a teenager, like when you would tell people, I mean, when I would tell my friends, tell their kids at school, whatever, like that you were going to Disney, it was always like met with like, like excitement and jealousy. Like, oh man, you're so lucky you get to go to Disney. Oh man, I'm jealous. And then I got to high school and I don't know what it was like because I was at a high school that I, that was very clicky. I wasn't the most popular guy. So I, I went probably all four years with, without talking about Disney to anybody except like my close friends, my close circle of friends. Like we, uh, it was a private school, so we would, uh, have to wear uniforms and, um, we would have like dress down days every once in a while where you, you could just wear whatever you wanted. I remember one time being nervous cause I wore a blue Donald Duck Disney world t-shirt to school. Like I was actually nervous about that. I was going to get like made fun of. Um, but then as I get older, you know, Disney again, I would brag about it to people, to my friends, because every time I would go, it was always fun. My friends, you know, Brian, Chris, I talk about them on the podcast. They would come with me. They had a ball. You know, we were 18 years old. I brought my buddy Brian when I was 21. You know, my buddy Chris, we're two 21 year old guys, like having a blast at Walt Disney World. So I always like kind of was maybe too naive about it. Like I didn't think people really still look down upon it. And then, you know, as the years go on, like you start to hear, oh, Disney adult, you know, it, it becomes like a negative term, like the word Karen, like it's like in the same kind of category as that. You know, I think what also plays a role now is that the Disney company as a whole kind of has a more negative reputation. That's definitely new. Like that's again, something within the last maybe 10, 15 years growing up Disney, I, I always kind of make this comparison. Like when I was growing up, probably before me as well, but like Disney still kind of operated and seemed like this mom and pop shop. Whereas now they're this big mega corporation that people hate to hate. And you know, some of the stuff is deserved, you know, the Disney company, the way they've operated lately, it kind of seems like they just want to make as much money as possible. They don't really care about, you know, people like us. I, I can definitely see that. There's the whole like woke Disney culture thing that I'm not going to get into because that's that's a whole entire separate conversation and, and politics and all that stuff involved. I'm not going to get into, but the Disney company as a whole does have a more negative reputation than it did in years past. Like perfect example, I remember telling people at work like recently, like, oh yeah, you know, I want to go to Disney, and people like I remember one of the response from one, one of the guys is like, oh. Why? I, I wouldn't give them my money. Oh, and it's like that never used to be the case. Like years ago, it always it would always be like, "Whoa, that's awesome!" Like I'm jealous. Like I gotta save up so I can bring my family there. You know the the price the the price of everything 
that goes along with Disney and going on a Disney vacation definitely plays a role too. You know, people will say, oh, how, you know, it's too expensive. How can you waste your money on that? And like, let's be honest. Yes, Disney is expensive. It's way too expensive. The price is unbelievable. But let's be honest. Us as a society, like, we spend our money on a lot worse things than Disney. We spend our money on some dumb things. Like, let's be honest here, people. You know, even now with how expensive it is, if you do it right, you can still leave your vacation feeling like you got your money's worth. Like, that's how it always kind of felt with me and my family in Disney. We would go for, you know, a good amount of days, more than most people sometimes, you know, eight, nine, ten days. And we always, you know, my family, my parents, like, they always kind of made it seem like, okay, yes, we spent all this money, but we had so much fun. We made so many memories that it was all worth it. When it gets to the point where you're spending that money, and not being satisfied and feel like, feeling like you wasted money, then it's a, it's a bigger issue. You know, and it kind of seems like the people who are always making these comments and the people that are so anti-Disney and anti-Disney adult and making fun online are the ones that never went there as a kid, you know, never went on these family vacations that we went on. You know, maybe they went there one time, maybe they went there once when they were older and like did everything wrong and hated it. Like, those are the people like making these comments, you know, like here, here's a pretty good example. I remember about a year or two ago, uh, Barstool Sports did a bracket and one of the matchups was like, and, and, and the title of the bracket was like the worst kinds of people. And one of the kind of categories was Disney adults. Like they had Disney adults as one of their picks for worst kinds of people. Like seriously, like that. That, that's what you can come up with with the worst kind of person like a Disney adult if anything is probably a genuinely down-to-earth good person you know we're into happiness and fantasy and you know movies and childhood memories and nostalgia like that makes us bad like oh okay let's settle down a little bit here um so kind of fast forward like that's Barstool Sports you know they're pretty uh you know kind of a hot button issue and I remember seeing a video uh, you know, a few months back that the president of Barstool, Dave Portnoy, went to Disney World because he was a huge Star Wars nerd and was absolutely nerding out at Galaxy's Edge. And it's like, here's the leader of your company who, uh, you know, is probably in his late 40s, early 50s, went to Disney and was nerding out, you know, dressed as a Star Wars person. Like, like talk about contradicting. And it's just like, I'm kind of at the point where it's like, my platform, you know, my Instagram, TikTok, social media, like, yeah, I'm a Disney adult. And my attitude is if you have a problem with that, that's too damn bad. Like, I like what I like. I like Disney. I like going to Disney. I like going on vacations there. I don't care if you think it's just for kids. You have no idea what it's like. You have no idea that the memories that I've had there, you have no idea the feeling that it brings me. You just have no idea. You're clueless. And not to go off on, on a huge tangent, but like if people online, they call them keyboard warriors. Like everyone's tough behind a keyboard. Like I like kind of being the guy that's like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm a Disney adult. And if I, if you have a problem with that, say it to my face. Like that, that's just kind of my, my thought process now. Like I don't care if you think it's dumb. Like I don't care if you think it's for kids. It's what I like. You can't tell me what I'm supposed to like because I'm a certain age or because I'm a, a certain demographic. 
you know, now that I have a son, I guess that maybe it makes it a little easier. People can't make comments to me anymore. Uh, but it's still, I'm sure it's going to come up like in, in just general conversations at work, whatever. Like I have, a, I have a Disney podcast. I have a Disney TikTok, a Disney Instagram. Like I'm sure that, you know, I, that gets me looked down upon and laughed at. But I, you know, I really don't care anymore. This isn't high school anymore. I'm not going to be the, the shy, timid Kevin who's afraid to talk about Disney, you know, so he doesn't get, get made fun of, you know, by some kids at school. So I would like to officially throw my name in the hat as the president of the Disney adults. Like I, let me let me be the let me be the guy at the top at the forefront where if people want to laugh at, want to make fun of, want to start stuff with like just send them to me. To tag my Instagram, send send them to me and we can have an adult conversation on why it's okay to be an, a, a Disney adult. Now I, I do have to say that um with all kind of hobbies and groups and stuff, there are <laughs> there are people who are more extreme than others. You know, there are certain uh, certain things that pop up that maybe look maybe make uh, Disney adults look bad in general. Like one of the things uh, that was kind of a bad look for us was the whole Splash Mountain stuff that was going on. Like you guys know me, I've talked about it a lot. Like Splash Mountain is one of my all time favorite rides. And it's the ride that I've probably had the most like family memories on. Like that's the ride we all used to go on together. And we have all of those um, ride photos, those ride family photos together. When it, when Splash Mountain was closing, there was a lot of anti-Disney adult stuff going on because some of us were being a little extreme uh, with our takes when it comes to social media. There were people like crying because they named their kids after Splash Mountain. Uh, people made like a... Um, like a tribute in front of Splash Mountain. Like they were like lighting candles and putting toys and stuffed animals like in front of Splash Mountain. That's a little much, guys. we got to dial it back just a little bit. All right, so if I can just kind of wrap things up now. Pretty much, I just want a message to all Disney adults. If you love Disney, if you're a Disney adult, who cares what other people think? You do you. Do what you love. You know, people are going to complain and people are going to hate no matter what it is. You know, that's unfortunately kind of the society that we're in now, especially online and social media. People find a reason to be negative and to be mean and to cause drama just because they want to. So if you're like me, you're a Disney adult, keep going to Disney. Keep posting Disney pictures and videos and TikToks, blogs, whatever it is. Because our, our Disney adult community is great. It, it's one, I don't know if there's another community out there like ours. You know, I, I don't know, um, you know, what other circle, like I'm big into like sports, uh, movies, you know, a little bit of gaming and stuff, but there's no, there's no circle like that. Maybe like being like a Cubs fan, it, it's somewhat similar, you know, in that like you kind of know what each other is feeling. Like we're used to, we were used to losing for so many years. Like we kind of knew, you know, how each other was feeling and, and we could relate to a lot of stuff. But the Disney adult community, the Disney community online, on Instagram, TikTok, through this podcast, like I've said it before, like I feel like we have the best one out there. Like my relationship with you guys on here, on my Instagram, on TikTok, I feel like we have the best kind of Disney community online. I, I never want to be in that situation again, like in, when I was in high school, like being afraid 
to talk about Disney and being afraid that I was going to get made fun of for wearing my Disney shirt. You know, and, and once I got a little older, not going to lie, I got a little more confident. You know, I, I grew up physically and mentally. I was playing college basketball. I was a bigger, stronger guy. I used to wear my Disney stuff to practice all the time. I wore a Hannah Montana sleeveless shirt to practice. I, I didn't care what anyone thought. I'd wear my, I had a Tower of Terror shirt I would wear um, for like home games. That was like my ritual. I'd wear, I had this cool Tower of Terror shirt I would wear. Um, I didn't care what other people thought. Like, I love the shirt. I love Disney. That's part of who I am, and I'm just going to embrace it. Hopefully, the Disney company as a whole, that's the one thing I'd like to see happen. I'd like to see them maybe kind of start to gain some positive feedback here. It just seems like it, whatever comes out is always negative when it, in reference to the Disney company as a whole, whether it's Disney... There are other brands, ESPN, ABC, the CEO, prices, all this stuff. Like, I, I just want to hope that they can kind of turn that around and in the, like, the mainstream media and public, like, start to get back to those old Disney values and ways where people look at Disney as kind of like this mom and pop shop where families and people can go to kind of escape and not this giant mega corporation that only cares about making money. That's pretty much uh, all I got for this episode. Again, I'm sorry for the poor quality in the beginning, and this one's going to be a little shorter, a little different. I My brain is just mush. My brain is mush, guys. Uh, hopefully, uh, you guys can understand. I'll, I'll do my best to have a, a better, more um, normal episode out next week. Uh, we'll see how things go. Um, but yeah, Disney adults. I'm a Disney adult. Can't wait to go back. I actually, I don't know. Am I a Disney adult anymore? I have a, I have a son now. Wow. That's a weird uh, revelation. But me and my wife are already talking about when we want to go back, when we want to bring him. It's looking like probably next year. Like, he'll be around age one or so. We definitely want to go. I think I think a, a big role is that um, me and her, like, both miss Disney so much as well. And, uh, like, for me, like, she didn't go to Disney until she was a little older. Maybe, like, I mean, not a little older, but... She was a kid, maybe five, six, seven, eight years old, somewhere around there. Like, I was going since I was one. And that was, like, kind of, like, the the big debate with her and, like, even, like, her family were, like, asking, you know, oh, one years old might be too young. It's like, that's when I went. And at one years old, like, do you really remember things? No, you don't. But I can speak this from experience. Like, having watched those old family videos those old home family movies from our Disney vacations from 91, 92 with my whole family there. I'm one or two years old. Same with my cousins. I wish we had more and I'm, I'm glad we have those pictures and videos and I wish we have more. And I know that in the future, you know, I would love to have those moments on video and, you know, maybe my son will as well. Maybe he'll want to look back and see, you know, mom and dad when he was one years old at Walt Disney World. Maybe he'd like to see, you know, what Epcot was like in 2024. So that's kind of my reasoning behind it. And I, I think there's a good chance it's going to happen. So that's all I got. Thank you guys. You guys are the best. Follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. My DMs there are always open. Feel free to stop by and say hi. Also, if you can uh, hit that subscribe button, leave a rating, a review. If you do write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. And if you want to support me and the podcast, you can do so. Become a monthly contributor. Everything is much appreciated. I'm never going to do like a Patreon or anything like that. So 
donations. That's pretty much what it is. Buy me a cup of coffee, whatever it is. I, I would appreciate it no matter what. My link is in my Spotify homepage or my Instagram bio. That's all I got. You guys stay safe. Have a good rest of the week. Have a good weekend. And always remember, it all started with a mouse.